sit down, strap in, and granny put your teeth in your pocket. Leap Lap Radio, powered by Victory Custom Trailers, starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me Lap Radio, presented by Victory Custom Trailers. We'll tell you more about Chris Hedinger and the good folks at Victory Custom Trailers a little bit later on. My name is Tom Baker. I'm the host of the show and happy to be back with you for another week, another episode. And we've got a lot of voices again tonight. Uh, we're going to work uh, two different surfaces, talk about several different types of cars, uh, we've got dirt, we've got pavement, we've got summer shootout from Charlotte, we've got cars, super late models from Jennerstown to talk about, quite a bit going on, uh, and that's just from last week. Uh, of course, Hunter Weaver going to join us a little later on in the show to talk about uh, what went on on the dirt tracks of the Southeast and wrap that up for us um, from the holiday weekend. Hope all of you had a safe and happy 4th of July weekend uh, and are continuing to have a safe and happy 4th of July as we record this on Monday night. Uh, Just really, really uh, happy to see so many folks out traveling and just really enjoying themselves and celebrating Independence Day. Uh, It is uh, a real blessing that we have been able to come this far uh, from where we were last year to be able to do all that. So uh, thank God for all that, and thank God for the ability to do this show each and every week. Happy to be with you once again. Okay, let's start right in with some conversation about Cars Tour, because uh, the Cars Tour had half of their touring series at Jennerstown Speedway up in Pennsylvania. This is one of my all-time favorite tracks. Jennerstown is an amazing track. It's half-mile track. They pack the fans in up there. It's in western Pennsylvania. I think it's um, Somerset is actually the uh, the little town that it's in. But um, just a great place to go watch anything race. Um, the Jennerstown, Somerset, Pennsylvania area, just a great area. Saturday night, the super late models from the Cars Tour were up there for the second annual Cars Tour American Freedom 300. And Sammy Smith, who finished second last year, improved one spot this year and took home 20K, 20 grand, uh, along with a beautiful eagle-shaped trophy. It's just, this is a big event for the Cars Super Late Model Tour, and Sammy Smith just kicked everybody's butt. That's basically how that worked. Um, But in order to do that, he had to hold the field off. There were a number of restarts late in the race. Um, The last 15, 20 laps or so, just a lot of different uh, issues happening on track, as often does late in a late model race. But um, there was just nobody that could challenge Sammy. Garrett Hall had a nice run. He's a New England racer that um, I don't think a lot of people know a lot about, but um, had a top five earlier in the year. I think it was at Hickory, uh, one of the early races, and uh, he just he did a great job to um, really charge through the field uh, after a late race wreck and uh, finished up in second. And Corey Heim, now here's a story. So Corey Heim finished third, but he didn't get there easily. He and Terry Seneker had a little bit of a disagreement on the track uh, a little bit earlier on in the event. Seneker kind of crowded Corey at one point, squeezed him into the backstretch wall. Um... And so Corey decided to, um, well, let's put it this way. The highlight video could be titled Corey's Revenge because he just he just sent him sailing into the outside wall. Seneca, uh, that is, into the outside wall uh, the next quarter. <laughs> it didn't take too long for uh, Corey to avenge that little situation. So Heim was able to recover. Um and finish in third. Matt Craig finished fourth. And Garrett Smithley, nice run for a top five finish for Garrett 
Um, and I'm glad to see that for him, that finally he could uh, get into a super late model and go of a nice top five run. Steven Nassi, Josh Berry, Cody Connor, Jeff Batten, and Albert Francis rounded out the top ten. And then it was Derek Griffith, Chris Davidson, Justin Kreider, Terry Seneker finished 14th after uh, Corey put him in the wall after Seneker put Corey in the wall. Um, Jeff Versick finished 15th and Bubba Pollard, Carson Quapple, and Ethan Myers rounded out the field at Jennerstown in the Cars Tour Super Late Models. Now, the next Cars Tour event isn't until the end of the month, and it's going to be the Late Model Stock Throwback event. And I love this event at Hickory. Every year, the... Um, the throwback event is a huge hit and I expect it will be no different this year, uh, than any other year. Now, um, it, what'll be interesting is to see, we start getting the throwback announcements out there, but, uh, the Honeywell home throwback 276 presented by Baker distributing. No, it's not my company. No relation. Um, it is part of a very long race name though. Hickory <laughs> Motor Speedway coming up on July the 31st at 7 o'clock p.m. And, of course, um, you should be at the track if you can. But if you can't, you can uh, watch it online. Just go to carsracingtour.com, and um, there is a button under the schedule section where the race is listed that says watch live broadcast. And that's all you got to do, folks. And then the... Um, uh, Solid Rock Carriers 125 <clears throat> will follow that on August the 14th. So um, should be a good event. Uh, both events should be great events for the Cars Tour. And, uh, boy, the stock stock series points are very, very, very tight still. So a lot of things could still happen in the championship run um, for the Cars Tour as we get into the summer and uh, kind of go down the stretch, if you will. But again, no more racing for the Cars Tour until the end of the month when the uh, throwback race in Hickory takes place. All right, I'm going to start talking about Summer Shootout, and then we'll continue uh, the Summer Shootout conversation, and then we are going to actually switch gears and talk some dirt. Um, before we come back and finish up with some other things. So I went to last week's summer shootout event. That was the second one I've been able to go to this year. Missed uh, the first one. And um, really, really impressed. A couple things here. First of all, I had a chance to have a conversation with Graham Smith. Graham is the son of Marcus Smith, and he is in charge now of... U.S. Legends and of the Summer Shootout. And I got to tell you, I was real impressed with Graham. He he really, he has a vision. He wants to see a lot of the problems I addressed on last week's show um, went away on Tuesday night when they actually threw the green for the racing. They made some changes to the format and really um, discouraged the a lot of the contact and um, strictly enforce the time limits. I, I really give Graham and his staff credit because they really did clean up a lot of the the, the sort of uh, rough driving and, and, and aggressiveness that was was going on. I felt like in the first race that I went to. So it was a big difference. I think we had maybe one race that went slightly past uh, the time limit. And sometimes you can't help that. I mean, that it's. You know, not everything is a perfect uh, 20 or 25 minute time limit, whatever it is for, for a given class. But um, I thought overall the show was way better last week. It was nice to actually talk to Graham. He he seems real interested in listening and and getting feedback and then, you know, doing whatever needs to get done to try and make it a better show. Good to see more fans out last week. I think, you know, I'm sure there'll be more uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, again, we record this every Monday night, so I'm sure there'll be more tomorrow night on the 6th of July um, for that show. But, um, you know, nice to see the racing improve. 
and uh, had a chance to talk to a few of the competitors again. The first one that we're going to hear from is Landon Rapp. Landon's had a quiet season if you're not paying close attention, but if you're following the shootout, Landon won two weeks ago, had a tech issue, finished second last week, and then um, was the benefit of a tech issue. It kind of came back around, and, and he ended up winning. Um, so my interview actually was before tech finished. So uh, I just want to kind of throw that out there before I hit the button here that um, we'll talk about a nice run, but it was second, and then he ended up winning um, based upon post-race tech. In the garage area at Charlotte Motor Speedway, where the summer shootout going on. And Landon Rapp, nice second place run tonight. Talk about your series to date and talk about tonight's run. Yeah, it's been a pretty good series so far. Uh, we won last week, but unfortunate event in tech that happened in uh, this week. Uh, race is still unofficial, so we're hopefully going to be able to pick up the win. But as of right now, we're sitting second. Uh, but we've had a pretty good run so far this series, and hopefully we can keep picking up wins. Well, it's uh, definitely been a good series for you so far, except for the post-race last week. I know you can't do this by yourself. Who helps you make all this racing happen? I wouldn't be able to do this without Timmy and Cheryl Latiga. They put so much effort into the car each week in the garage. And I can't thank everybody enough who comes to the racetrack to help Alex Reese on the radio, Cousin Tyler, and everybody who turns a wrench on the car. And i got to thank my sponsors who get me here, Castile Fire Automatic Projection, Rap Headers, uh, Universal Black Oxide, Camco Landscaping, Briggs Collision, and my grandparents. Congratulations on a great run tonight and a good run last week. Look forward to seeing you in Victory Lane more. Thank you, sir. That was Landon Rapp, um, and he did a great job. I mean, and Landon's uh, Landon's been around a long time. Came up from the Bandoleros, and uh, he's just really done what I think is a spectacular job in the Legends car. Has been getting better and better. Uh, really nice family, and uh, we're actually going to hear next from a driver who is racing as a part of the umbrella or the 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 tent uh that landon rap and in his team are with um and his name is uh, mason surgeoner and mason is out of michigan he comes a long long way to race he's racing several different kinds of cars 14 years old he's actually running with the bandolero outlaws and mason lost his first for the first time this season last week had a mechanical issue. Um, he had been perfect in uh, the start to the season at the shootout. So first loss for Mason and um, had a chance to catch up with him after the event as well. At Charlotte Motor Speedway with Mason Surgeoner. Mason running in the outlaw division for the Bandoleros. And uh, Mason, first loss of the season tonight. Um Talk a little bit about the streak that you've had because you've done really, really well coming all the way from Michigan to run here at the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway is a tall order, and you've had some good success this year, albeit a couple of bumps along the way. Obviously, it's tough taking the first loss. You know, winning three in a row like that, it's a little hard, but we were still a very competitive car today. Uh, probably would have took second if we hadn't had the issues with the throttle, but, uh, you know, it's just how it is. And we've been running well all year and hoping to continue that momentum later. Talk about your background a little bit in racing. How'd you get started? What got you interested? And kind of walk us through your career to date. Well, we started off in go-karts for a little bit, just running the little arrive and drive things down in Jackson, Michigan. And uh, I had a friend that ran the bandos for a little bit up at our home track in Mason. So we decided that we would uh, take part in these for a couple of years, ran locally, decided to come down to Charlotte here for some racing, and obviously we're doing pretty well. So Now you've, uh, you've also got a late model, you, t you were telling me, and uh, you're still running carts a bit. So talk about the mixed schedule of what it's like to hop from one vehicle to another. Oh, it's absolutely crazy, man. We can be racing somewhere Friday, Saturday, Sunday, make the trip down here, race Monday, Tuesday. We get the two days of break to get everything back together, and we're back racing on Friday. How do you keep up with school? I know you've got to be close to being out for the summer. Yeah, online help. We've been out for a couple weeks now, which is real nice, but 
having that online school so far this year helped massively in traveling to where we need to go. Well, so what's uh, ahead for you? I know you're going to finish the uh, shootout here, but uh, talk a little bit about what other racing you're going to be doing throughout the rest of 2021. Well, the plan is to run, obviously, here, maybe try and make a shot at the national championship, run some bando races somewhere else. Hopefully we do well there. But uh, we'll be running the late model, making a couple starts at Anderson Motor Speedway up in Indiana, and then we'll be running the go-karts all over there. We run nationally, so it's going to be nice to do that. What type of go-karts do you run? Uh, the motor's called the KA100, and then we have okay. a KT100 as well. Uh, and then we're looking to get into the X30 later this year, which is the much more powerful sister to the KTA. So all two cycle on uh, the short road courses? Yep, pretty much. I got you. Okay, so uh, what are your goals in racing? Uh, right now we're just looking to have fun. We're trying to get the furthest in that we can, and that's all we really are looking for at this point. And if we go further, that's always good. I know you can't do it all by yourself. Who helps you make all your racing happen, man? I'd like to thank the team that I'm working with down here, Levi Rapp, Landon. I'd like to thank uh, Zach Fowler for spotting for me all these times. I'd like to thank uh, my dad, obviously. And I'd like to thank everybody back at home right now, my mom, my grandma, my brother. Well, good luck the rest of the way here at the shootout and uh, throughout the rest of your season. We'll, we'll uh, look forward to keeping track of what you're doing and hopefully some more victories in the future for you. Well, thank you. That was Mason Surgener. And Mason, uh, just a, a really talented young racer and able to quickly adapt from one type of vehicle to another, just starting to get into the late model stuff while he's still running Legends and a few kart races as well. So uh, I think Mason's a name that we're going to be hearing a little bit more as we go down the road a little bit. Okay, so um, with that being said, we now turn to the pro division for our next featured interview and this interview is truly a interview caleb hetty who we talked to earlier in the year after he won a modified race for on the smart tour smart modified tour here in the south uh, earlier this year driving for tommy baldwin jr um, had a chance to talk to him again because he went out and he and justice collaboro uh, and Jensen Jorgensen put on a nice show in the pro division last Tuesday night, and they finished uh, almost in that order. Caleb got the win. Um, Jensen ended up moving Justice for second on the last lap and beating him to the line. Justice finished third, but it was a it was a nice race. And the cool part of this interview is that um, when I was talking to Caleb, we were standing in victory lane and. Uh, Justice, he and Caleb are really close friends, and it was kind of fun that Justice uh, uh, kind of, uh, not photobomb, but audio bombed the interview. So uh, check this out. This is Caleb Hetty's interview. In Victory Lane at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, summer shootout happening still this summer, still early in the first half of this year's series. But Caleb Hetty, you have had a pretty doggone good series so far in the Pro Division. Congratulations on your win tonight. Talk to me a little bit about your series so far. Uh, we've done pretty good. Uh, we've won, we're three for four right now. Man, who did that? Uh, we're three for four right now. One of your now. fans. <laughs> Somebody. Uh, we're three for four right now. Uh, had a little bit of a mishap in round two, uh, but we were able to bounce back. And uh, every race that I've been finished, like at 25 laps, we have won. So we're doing pretty good this year. Okay, so we talked to you after you won the modified race earlier this year. Now you're uh, winning Legends car races. What other divisions are you going to race and win in in 2021? Um, who knows, man? I got uh, next race, July 3rd at Caraway, running the modified. Uh, smart tour yep. uh, it's a 99 lap race of carryway so we're lo really looking forward to that uh, you know what they say the first race win is always a fluke second one you actually got to go out there and prove yourself so we're looking for another win uh, looking to do good just still get more comfortable but go out there and put it in victory night again are you going to uh, run the rest of the smart tour and the rest of this series what is your schedule going forward yeah so we're, we're tr going to try to run the rest of the smart tour uh, as soon as the summer series gets done uh, we have to finish this out then we have to finish the little linear series uh, then I'll be done with legend cars 
cars for a little bit, uh, get back in them about when National comes around, about a month before, uh, try to go win the main thing at the end of the year. A lot of races uh, upcoming for you. Sounds like a lot of fun and a lot of travel time. From uh, You're from Kentucky, right? Yeah, I'm uh I'm never at home anymore. I was I was looking forward to uh, Atlanta just ended last week. I was looking forward to being home for more than two days, but now we got a modified race now. Two days at home again it is. Uh, so we're always gone. Um, really looking forward to staying at home for a little bit longer, but it's still fun. We're at a racetrack. I was going to say, it's a tough life. Uh, two days at home, then back to a racetrack. Okay, your buddy Justice Calabro is trying to audio bomb us here. All right, I got you. You see, Caleb Petty thinks can, he can do whatever he wants in a legend car. Well, the truth is, he can. That's why he can go and get out of the car for two months and come back in and win the whole thing. That's my brother right there. Now, you had a nice second place going until the last lap, and then you gave Jensen the bottom. What the what what, 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 what going on there, man? I didn't give anybody anything. I've been getting knocked out of the way here for the last four years I've been racing. Okay, he took it. He took it. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit with that. All I know is it's not my style of racing to knock people out of the way, and I never will. Caleb knows I will always cross him over if he, if he leaves the door open. So that bumper is a last resort and only a last resort. All I know is I try to race clean, but I love what I do, and I love who I race with. It is what it is. Okay, so you you hang, you hang on a second. I'm uh, going to turn back to Caleb just for a minute. Who helps you make all this happen? Uh, so i got to thank the guys at uh, Miller Performance Motorsports, uh, Zach Miller and Riley Halverson. They put their faith in me every week. Uh, so huge thanks to them. Bad, fast cars everywhere we go. And then I uh, have to say a huge thanks to my grandpa. He's the one who funds everything when it takes me to the racetrack. So huge thanks to both of those people. But, this may be the first time in my 54 years of being on this planet that I have ever had California and Kentucky represent in the same interview. Caleb, congratulations on your success so far. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you so much. That's Caleb Hetty. And uh, again, it was good to see Caleb get the win. Uh, let's go back and take a look at some of the results. We'll just um, run down the top 10 from each of the classes from last week, and then we'll move on to talk some dirt. Uh, as we mentioned in the semi-pro after post-race tech, was official Landon Rapp being credited with the win. Landon Lewis finishing in second. Michael Kraft in third. Trevor Thacker fourth. Thomas Everson was fifth. Carson Poindexter a nice run for sixth. Andre Perez in the 22. Andre Perez seventh. Farron Laney eighth in the 31. Craig Barilla in the double zero ninth. And Logan Drumheller finished in 10th. Uh, that was in semi-pro last week. Um, in pro, Caleb Hetty got the win. Jensen Jorgensen second. Justice Collabro third. Bryce Applegate, a nice run for four. Jake Waltman fifth. Uh, Jaden Reyna finished in sixth. And Cole Dockery seventh. In the Masters class, I said last week this was the best show uh, often at the at the. Uh, Summer shootout, the best feature is off in the Masters race. And Mark Green ended up getting a win after a huge battle. Lee Jordan, I thought, had it. And Lee told me on Tuesday, he said, I just threw it away. Uh, and, uh, boy, that was, uh, that was a great run, though, for Lee Jordan. Finished in second. Dwayne Holder was third. Robbie Woodall, fourth. Carl Cormier, fifth. Glenn Mitchell, Charles Parker, Brandon McKenzie, Chris East, Matt Horniman, and Robbie Faggart rounded out the field. There were just 11, so I uh, went through the 11 cars. Uh, now in Young Lions, it was great to see Parker Eamon. Um, Parker Eatman in the four got the win. Eatman drove a really, really nice race. It was, a, a, again, this was a fantastic battle with Giovanni Ruggiero. Um, Ruggiero finished in second. Ethan Nascimento finished third. Nikita Johnson fourth. And you're, we're going to hear from Nikita hopefully on next week's uh, lead lap show. I'll try to get an interview with him tomorrow because Nikita is doing uh, some interesting racing outside of Legends that I want to talk about. Sean Abel, who you heard from last week, finished in fifth. Aiden Garcia, George Phillips, Lucas Vera, Carson Brown, and Luke Morey rounded out the top ten in the Young Lions, the Bandolero Outlaws, you heard from one of the competitors, Mason Surgeoner, just now. Uh, Mason had a mechanical issue and uh, finished 14th in this one. It was the Monkey, Truett Miranda, 
Uh, Monkey Miranda finished first, got the checkered flag. Uh, we'll try to talk to him as well for next week. Garrett uh, Irwin finished second. Killian McMahon third. Josh Shine fourth. Clay Hokut finished in fifth. I think he's from Alabama. Josh Souza, nice sixth place run. Robert Gossett seventh. Hunter Jordan eighth. Allison Johnson finished in ninth. And Jacob Bradley rounded out the top ten in the um, in the outlaw division. Now, uh, Brody Marinko finished uh, first in the beginner bandos. Bryson Brinkley finished in second. Carson Cobble third. Jacob Maxwell fourth. Aiden, I don't even know how to pronounce this last name. I just realized I think it's Sheedrich, perhaps, finished in fifth. Sheedrich or Sheedrich. Uh, Jack Smith finished sixth. Laquan McCoy finished in seventh. Owen Zacharias eighth. Alan Mayers finished ninth. And Hendrick Case finished in tenth. And uh, then also in the bandit division, it was Hudson Knipe getting the win in the deuce. Kai Johnson second. Joel Smith third. Neil Dolan fourth. Finn Buckley fifth. Colt Johnson sixth. London McKenzie seventh. Ben Marabido eighth. Nate Honeycutt ninth. And Darren Krantz Jr. finished out in 10th. Again, uh, racing going on this week as well. As I'm recording this, practice is going on. They practice on Monday race on Tuesday. And um, tomorrow's race or Tuesday's race this week, as always, will be on Track Pass, NBC Sports Gold. Just uh, dial that up on uh, the Internet. Just go find Track Pass, subscribe to it, and you can Watch live coverage of the summer shootout each and every week through the end. And I think we've got, I think this is round four, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And so we should have five or six more to go here. Um, So again, fantastic racing last week. Really good to see uh, the Young Lions put on a great show. The Masters always put on a great show. They never disappoint um, and again, just uh, a good group of uh, competitors this year. Fun to see some new faces like Mason Surgener, and we try to bring you some variety. Okay, so um, before we get to dirt, I want to tell you that uh, if you're looking for a trailer, just go to VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Chris Hedinger and his team, they're racers. So if you're a racer and you're looking for a trailer for your motorsports uh, team, they can, they literally can build you anything you want. They are so confident in their ability to build you exactly the trailer you're looking for that they put a big red button on the homepage that says design a trailer. Just push that. And whether it's for motorsports or some other application, the more custom it is, the better they shine. But they also have... Uh, all the top brands and a number of uh, new and used trailers of all types in stock. Um, I understand that some of the custom trailers are on back order uh, because, like everybody else, uh, there's part shortages and such. But don't let that stop you. Get in line because they are absolutely the best at building them, and their sales and service is fantastic. Chris Hedinger's daughter, Katie, doing a fantastic job in her racing with the limited late models and has just moved up to late model stock competition at uh, Hickory Motor Speedway. Looking forward to getting her on um, an episode upcoming of Lead Lap as well so you can hear from her. But Katie is the one that uh, you hear when we do play the Victory Custom Trailers commercial. Um, that's Katie. She did a good job. She did that in, I think, two takes last year. And uh, did a really nice job on it. So Victory Custom Trailers, want to thank them for their support of our shows, um, but uh, also for making such a fine product as they do. So if you need a trailer, give them a call. Just go to their website, victorycustomtrailers.com. The phone number is right there on their website, and you can... um, you can call them and talk to them, and they will get you set up. They can ship anywhere in the continental U.S. Uh, and beyond if you need it. So even if you're not in the U.S., you can still take advantage of the uh, the craftsmanship and the service that they offer. So Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next trailer. 
And uh, looking forward to talking next here as we go back to the hotline. Hunter Weaver going to join us in just a moment as lead lap continues. Hunter Weaver, it is good to have you back on lead lap as always. And uh, we've got a bunch of different dirt track racing to talk about uh, from the holiday weekend. And I'm going to start back on Friday night with uh, what went on at the Carolina Speedway. Uh, Talk a little bit about uh, Carolina on Friday night for us. Yeah, Carolina Speedway, it was the uh, Thunder Bomber shootout and for the uh, crate racing. It's part of the crate racing USA, the Thunder Bomber division, and their different shootout race they do during the year. And then they had a 1,000-to-win Super Sportsman race. And Thunder Sportsman and, which is crate sportsman, and the Super Sportsman race both went to Brandon White. And wow. Brandon won the $10,000 uh, street stock battle royale at Carolina last year. So he's... Uh, he's carrying momentum for the 10,000 to win this year. The Thunder Bomber shootout race, Benji Knight grabbing the victory. And uh, the number 12K, Pro 4, Sparks Paris grabbing the victory in the number 43. Hornets, the Southeastern uh, uh, Southeastern Hornets Association was sanctioned event. Jonathan Surratt grabbing the victory in Pierce Street. Dylan Lacey and his father runs second, so as a son and father, one, two, finished in the Pierce Street division at Carolina Friday. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, that's definitely good to see. Um, and uh, Carolina, the place to be on Friday nights. Uh, if you're anywhere in the greater Charlotte area or in the immediate surrounding area of North or South Carolina, highly recommend that uh, you get down there. I haven't had a chance to do that yet this year, but I'm hoping to sometime this month get down to the Carolina Speedway. If you want more information, by the way, carolinaspeedway.net is where you go for their website. The uh, schedule is up. Their upcoming races are there. So check out Carolina on a Friday night. Let's move to uh, Blue Ridge Outlaws because I know that you are um, often, not always, often the announcer for the Blue Ridge Outlaws. Um, And I want to talk about first, you had a double header, but I want to obviously hit one track at a time here. Let's start at Tri-County. Uh, Speedway in Brasstown, North Carolina. I think that was what Friday night. Yeah, that was Friday, and that was honestly one of my. It was my first time ever there, and oh, it's, wow. it, it, it and really the video of that place does not do it justice at all. It's actually smaller than what it looks just watching on TV or on or not really on TV, but on, like on video. But it's a quarter mile track, and it is high banked. Ray Cook, he runs that's his racetrack, and. He's got a phenomenal place, and uh, we had a good show. We had 20 of them uh, show up Friday night to race with us, and no surprise really to anybody, Coach David Payne grabbing the victory, um, and he has not lost a Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake Model Series race. Every time he's competed with us at, at um, when it comes to Tri-County, he's pretty much won, I believe, about every one of them, and uh, he uh, defended the turf again. Uh, Danny Ledford, he had a strong run. He, he ended up second. Um Jamie Oliver, uh, normal, he was right in the top three at the first of the race, and then he had engine problems and had to t- take it pit side and uh, ended up third. Um, it was uh, it not ended up third. He ended up pulling off the track uh, there. But Levi Hicks coming home third as well. And we had a, we had the big one uh, happen as Matthew Nance, uh, he started on the inside front row on a restart with about 10 to go. And when they went in turn one, the uh, – Kip Cochran was behind him in the 55, and and uh, they all got together going in turn one, and the whole track was blocked. There's only four cars that that come out of it, but most of everybody was able to keep going. But um, could have been a whole lot worse than what it was. But David Payne ended up grabbing the victory over Danny Lefford and Levi Hicks on Friday night at uh, Tri County. Oh man, okay, so uh, had a couple of big ones uh, when I went to your show. Uh, a few weeks ago uh, at East Lincoln, so uh, sounds like Friday night was a was kind of a uh, a challenging night once again. Uh, but the question becomes, how did that affect the field for Harris Speedway on Saturday when you guys went there? 
surprisingly, it, everybody was able to that that was that runs that was planning to run on Saturday at Harris was was able to make it. Everybody good. was pretty much able to make it. Very good. Um, and Robbie Bailey was the one that where everyone was concerned about because when when he unloaded his, we wasn't sure because he the, he got caught up in a, in another he, he got caught up in an, another wreck or actually it was the same wreck, but. Uh, he got caught up in it, and it broke the drive shaft in half. Oh wow! Uh, it broke it, it. It got the J bar and a couple other components, and they stayed and and they stayed there at the track. And a couple other another team or two pitched in, and they all stayed and helped him out and uh, uh, replaced the drive shaft and placed everything that needed to be done. And then then it was not a good weekend for Robbie. And then he was running top ten at Harris, and then got caught up in a wreck there. So. Um, it was, it was not a good weekend for the 72, but, Golly. um, it, it, it actually, heck, there was more cars at Harris Saturday, but, um, there was a few guys that didn't run Tri-County that run Harris and then vice versa. Oh, I got you. Okay. Uh, well that, that worked out. Um, and talk a little bit about, uh, uh, did you mention who ended up winning at Harris? Uh, Harris, um, the Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake Model Series, 22 cars, and the Ronda Rocket, uh, Matthew Nance, got back in Richard Lane Woodis, and he was class of the field the whole night. He was fastest in hot laps, fast time in qualifying, won the dash, and then led every lap flag to flag Saturday for 2,000 to win. So um, it was a good a good night for him, and um, uh, uh, Ron Parker ended up second, and Scott Shirey ended up third, and Scott – he ran Friday night, Saturday night. He's running full time with the tour, but um, we had a bonus up between both of those races to whoever collect, whoever had the highest average finish between the two nights grabbed a five hundred dollar bonus, and Scott Shirey grabbed, grabbed that as well. Oh wow! Okay, well, good job for him uh, picking that up, and uh, it uh, sounds like it, both races were actually. Uh, Kind of one in dominant fashion, but uh, it sounds like there was a lot of action in both of them as well. Yeah, um, I mean it was pretty. Uh, Harris was tame uh, compared to Tri County. Uh, uh, it was pretty much just a, a follow the leader. Once it got going, everybody was on the bottom. That's pretty much where okay. you had to be. But uh, Tri County, it, it was a three car battle up front. A lot of the race, uh, it was it was it was a pretty exciting race and. Uh, if you ever watch Tri County, they were right up against the wall all the way around the track, about wide open. It's it's exciting to watch there. So, uh, both of them was pretty good shows. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, we we didn't have the amount of wrecks that uh, we had at East Lincoln, but when you have bull rings and tight racing, uh, uh, it comes with the territory sometimes. Oh, for sure, no doubt. Okay, so moving on, uh, Cherokee Speedway had the sharp many late models in action and that's a division that i'm familiar with but not overly familiar with talk a little bit about the sharp many late models and uh give us the rundown of what happened at uh, cherokee speedway on saturday yeah the sharp many late models uh they were about 10 of them both of them but they run motorcycle engines in those and really when you look at them you don't think well there's not much to them but they they have they're pretty sophisticated when you look underneath them. I haven't actually watched one in person, but I, I got a friend of mine that has just started racing one, and me and him discussed of what it's like. And they have shocks and springs and different other things, just like a regular late model. It's just not as big as a normal late model. But um, Jody Sparks grabbed the victory, and he also ran in Livonia Friday, and he grabbed both of those. Uh, he split the weekend with oh, sharp many nice. late models, but. Um, other classes at Cherokee, Thunder Bombers, Madison Hoots, Josh Hoots, and Super Sportsman, uh, Brian Cheeseburger Mullis in Crate uh, Racing USA Lake Models, Extreme Fourth, Chris Meadows, Modified, Jeff Parsons, 602 Chargers, Brandon Dockery, and Young Guns was Bryson Freeze. So, Cherokee, a good night of racing there. The Sharp Mini Late Models uh, double header on Friday and Saturday. Uh, quite nice. For them, um, I've got to get out to see them race at some point. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Okay, the ultimate super late model series at uh, Livonia and Sonoya over the weekend. Again, double header for them. Uh, let's start with Livonia for the ultimate uh, supers. Yeah, ultimate on Friday. I think I think they're around twenty. I didn't get a chance to 
get caught up with that with uh, everything else I had going on this weekend. But Ross Bales and the 79 Billy Hicks owned car, um, domin- I believe he pretty much dominated um, at uh, Livonia. And um, they, they had 20 or so. I'm not even exactly sure the whole full rundown. I can't quite remember. But um, And so they went to Sonoya. But they had a wreck uh, that had a lot of uh, the series regulars that run a lot with the series that got taken out that wasn't able to make it the next night. So, like, there were most of the field that was at Ultimate are guys that run the tour prolific, prolifically. But Sonoya, there was only three series regulars showed up down there, which was surprising. Oh, wow. But, that is surprising. Uh, yeah, Ross Bales uh, still grabbed the victory, and uh, I, don't even, I don't even think they, they, didn't even go, they didn't even go to Sonoya on Saturday, but uh, Ross did grab the victory at Livonia. Oh, okay. So who ended up uh, winning on Saturday at, uh, at Sonoya then? Uh, Michael Page uh, grabbed the win at Sonoya, which, to be honest with you, is no surprise to anybody. Uh, when it comes to Sonoya, um, when you go to Dixie and Rome Speedways, uh, the 18 of Michael Page is is the one that's you always that everybody pretty much chases down in that area. And Sonoya is not too far from Atlanta, so um, it's pretty close to there. But Michael Page uh, grabbed the victory uh, in the 18X uh, Bear Transport Machine. Okay, and uh, then we'll finish up with uh, Tacoa Raceway. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. They ran a show actually last night on the 4th of July uh, at Tacoa. So uh, talk a little bit about uh, that show. Tacoa, that was that came up at last minute. I didn't even know they were racing. And then I had a friend of mine was like, you want to go? And then we decided to go. But uh, Tacoa, it, had been, it was actually the first race they have ran all year. I'm not sure what's oh, going wow. on down there, but um, they really haven't raced all year, and they got back in action last night. But Tacoa is a really unique racetrack. It's the poke. It's literally the Pocono of dirt track racing. There's a dog leg in the middle of the back. It's in on the back oh, stretch. Wow. So a dog leg. It's, it's it's very very entertaining, and it's high banked, and uh, it's a, a very cool racetrack. Wow, that's awesome. Um, I was not aware of that. That that would be fun to go check out uh, sometime. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, who won there. Yeah, um, and on they had seven, I believe seven or eight classes, but Modified Street, Chad Puckett grabbed the victory, and they actually have a truck class down there. Uh, and and, I'm, and it's, it's a full-blown truck class, and there's some guys that have took old asphalt trucks uh, and have converted them over to race dirt. Oh, wow. And there were actually, I think there's about 10 of them uh, was there. And Cameron Collette grabbed the victory. And his he had the truck, he had his blue Silverado was just uh, burying it on the top, and he was able to grab the victory there. Um, and if, if you can look them up on YouTube. It's pretty cool to see. Uh, you, don't, you wouldn't think it would be a good idea, but it's actually pretty cool. But um, – 602 Lake Models, Dale Timms grabbed the victory, Stock 8, and that was a very entertaining race. Uh, Bradley Jones grabbing the victory, Limited, limited Lake Models, handedly, Frankie Beard uh, grabbing the victory, Stock 4, Austin Baxley, uh, and it was a good field of those. Uh, Open Wheel Modifieds was Keith Baker, and the Extreme 4 Division went to Stephen Shedd and the uh, old orange uh, Chevy Cavalier. Oh, wow. I love it. That's awesome. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit uh, about what's coming up uh, this coming weekend on the dirt tracks of uh, the Carolinas region. Um, what do you have that you can tell us that we should be paying attention to uh, this coming weekend, which would be the weekend of the 9th, 10th, and 11th, if there's any Sunday tracks? Uh, the ninth, uh, I'm not sure if Carolina's got a race or not. I believe they do, but um, I'd have to go back and check on that. But I do know that at Air at Thunder Raceway on Friday night, the American Racer Modifieds uh, will be in action for their third race of competition. And uh, both times, or the first, the first time that they tried to run at Air at Thunder, it got rained out. So hopefully, okay, uh, the title change Friday night, and they'll be able to get in uh, with the American Racer Modifieds at Air at Thunder. On Friday night, um, and uh, also Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake Models uh, will be second, uh, second of thir- three races to Fayetteville Motor Speedway on Saturday. Okay, um, should be a good show out there. And also, there's a race for with Blue Ridge on the 31st, and they're going to put out 
Fayetteville has been collecting and doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work with the Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake models, and they have found a sponsor and the driver that collects the highest amount of points between this coming Saturday and the 31st when we go back will receive $1,000. Nice, a bonus for both races. I love that. That's great. Yes, and it's going to be awesome uh, just to, to see who goes for, comes for that and uh, challenges for that for sure. Yeah, um, that's neat. Also, uh, Saturday, Ultimate Super Lake Models at Lancaster Motor Speedway, the long half mile on Saturday. Nice. Always love the Ultimates, and uh, Lancaster is one of my favorite tracks to go to. Uh, and, again, I haven't uh, haven't gotten there yet this year either. I need to get out there. It seems like this season, um, it's, it's like it's gone by in a flash here. And uh, every time I make a decision about going to one place, it seems like uh, something else comes up and I get diverted to another. Uh, so hopefully we'll get to uh, Lancaster one of these weekends as well. Uh, but that uh, that should be a fun show for the ultimate super weights there. And also uh, the main show, the big show this week is Thursday at Cherokee Speedway for the Lucas Oil Lake Model Dirt Series at Grassy Smith Memorial Thursday night. Uh, they usually run on Friday, but the Lucas will be there on Thursday um, at Cherokee Speedway on Thursday. Yeah, that'll be the that'll be the play, one of the places to be this week for sure. Oh yeah, are you gonna and be then, out there? And uh, then Lucas Oil they'll head to Smoky Mountain, uh, Maryville, Tennessee, on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and that's another great track uh, that really isn't all that far of a jaunt. Uh, if you're in the uh, western North Carolina area, that is a nice place to go to. Uh, a lot of fun, good race in there. Um, so that should be uh, that should be fun. Are you going uh, Thursday night to uh, Cherokee? Uh, yeah, that's the plan. Usually, I I don't try to I don't miss that race usually, and and no more, no farther than what I have to go to to Cherokee. Uh, I, I try to, that's a religion for me. That race is really, to be honest. Well, that's, uh, that's great. We'll look forward to some, uh, good conversation about that one on, uh, next week's lead lap show. So, uh, that, that, that sounds like fun. Well, quite a, uh, potpourri or a buffet, if you will, of, uh, dirt track action to go check out, uh, over the course of this weekend, starting on Thursday at Cherokee with the Lucas Oil uh, late models. So that should be a whole lot of fun. And um, always uh, appreciate having you uh, drop by and keep us updated on what's going on on the dirt tracks, Hunter. And uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. And uh, we'll get an idea of what went on over the weekend. Hopefully um, clear skies and sunshine from Thursday right through uh, right through Sunday so everybody can get their shows in. That's for sure, and um, and with the hurricanes coming through, it might uh, maybe like oh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Right. I hope everything goes good. But uh, I do want to mention one thing sure. um, at Hartwell Speedway, Hartwell, Georgia, Saturday. Um, not not even sure who it is, but it's not really important. But um, and uh, Oklahoma modified. Not sure what happened, what caused it, or whatever, but. An open modified flipped into the infield, and Ooh. a couple people were injured, and one person was killed. Oh boy! And uh, it was just a, a tragic accident that happened, and a freak accident that you—it's just one of those things that, that never happens, but it, it happened Saturday. So just to keep those thoughts and uh, your prayers for the Hartwell Speedway family and for those that were injured and uh, injured in the incident on Saturday at Hartwell. Yeah, we will uh, definitely do that. I was not aware of that. I was out of town all weekend uh, for family-related things and um, just really uh, kind of out of pocket, and I did not pick that one up. So, uh, again, our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone uh, in the family at Hartwell. Uh, that's, a, a again, another uh, fun track to go to, and I just hate to uh, – hate hearing that kind of thing and you're right that uh, i haven't heard of that happening actually in quite some time and it just goes to show that you never know um gosh that's uh that's that's hard to hear so uh praying for everyone at uh, hartwell speedway and the family and loved ones of all of those uh affected uh, by that situation uh and again hunter appreciate you stopping by and uh talking with us here on we lap look forward to talking with you again next week that is Hunter Weaver, and we'll have more of Lead Lap right after this. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up! You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem, and no excuses. 
Because it's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Welcome back to Lead Lab. As uh, the show rolls on here and uh, want to fill in a gap uh, from our last segment with Hunter Weaver, Carolina Speedway is in action this Friday, July the 9th. Um, and they've got a bunch of different classes going there on Friday night. Lightning Late Models, Super Sportsman, Thunder Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Pro 4 Hornets are running, uh, sorry, Pro 4 then Hornets, Hornets running two features Friday night, Young Guns and a flagpole race. Uh, I am not familiar with a flagpole race. I do not know what that is, but if you go to Carolina Speedway on Friday night, July the 9th, that's this Friday, seven divisions and a flagpole race, you'll find out what it is. Uh, by the way, gates open at five, drivers meeting at seven on track action to follow. Uh, for more information, again, it is carolinaspeedway.net. Okay, another big show coming up this weekend on the pavement side of things. Franklin County Speedway in Virginia is hosting the Carolina Pro Late Model Series on Saturday. Now, Franklin County is the track that's promoted by Langley Austin from Race22.com. Uh, if you've never been to Franklin County, neat little bull ring. Really, really, uh, Langley puts his heart and soul into everything he does. I love the website. Uh, Race22 is a great place to uh, follow action in the uh, late models especially. Langley has, um, as a promoter, I love Langley because Langley, again, very passionate. He tries to make things fair, tries to put on a great show for the fans. Um, so if you can uh, get out to Franklin County on Saturday, should be a good time. The Carolina Pro Late Model Series has been a very, very competitive series this year. Uh, second year for that series, Keith Graham, his wife, Wendy, and their staff really working hard to... Um, to do a great job of um, bringing pro late model action to the region and a number of different winners this year. Nick Loden started out on a three race win streak and then uh, hasn't won since actually. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been interesting. Gus Dean picking up a win. William Sawalich uh, added his name to the list at Carteret County a couple of weeks ago. You heard from him last week on League Lap. If you did not catch that, um, just go to uh, your favorite podcast platform, search Race Chaser Radio, Race Chaser Radio, and uh, you can pick up last week's League Lap show and all of our shows, for that matter. Uh, so just go to Race Chaser Radio on your favorite podcast platform or racechaserradio.com uh, and go to the shows page and uh that will be on there in the playlist. Um, and uh, this show will be posted on Tuesday, so you'll have to look down uh, underneath it and because uh, the latest show is always in the preferred box, the big box, and then underneath will be the show before it. So that would be the one if you want to hear William Sawalich's interview. Um, go check that out. And uh, But William picked up a win. Gus Dean has picked up a win. Uh, gosh, we've had a bunch of different winners um, it's been a, a lot of fun. I'll tell you, the guy that I'm waiting to see grab a win, he's done everything but win, is Leland Honeyman Jr. Leland has had more second-place finishes this year than I think just about anybody else. And, um, boy, he, he's run really well, running for Lee Falk Racing uh, in the number four, uh, Lake Norman um uh, Lake Norman, I'm trying to remember this out of my aging brain. I think it is uh, Lake, Lake Norman Pool and Spa, perhaps uh, his main sponsor, but um, just doing a great job. Uh, and that series, like I said, it has been ultra competitive this year. 
And we've had probably eight or nine different states at least represented um, at a lot of the race events in that series. So it is just a whole lot of fun. And um, if you're, again, if you're up in the uh, Franklin County region of Virginia, go check it out. Franklin County Speedway uh, is the place to be on Saturday night if you want to see the Carolina Pro Late Model Series, Hickory Motor Speedway back in action this weekend. I think uh, most tracks actually back in action. Uh, Some of them took the weekend off or had uh, Hickory had a um, a, uh, different kind of uh, an event this weekend. Um, Did not have uh, a a night of racing. It was uh, more of a family entertainment kind of event. So... um, they will be back in action this weekend with uh, NASCAR Weekly Racing Series action. Also, Bowman Gray back in action as well. Bowman Gray Stadium in Winston-Salem going to be in action this coming Saturday night, uh, July the 10th as well. So um, any number of tracks, uh, I'm sure Caraway's probably running, uh, Greenville Pickens, uh, any number of tracks uh, in action here in the Carolinas region on the pavement uh, so go check it out. And also uh, want to uh, shout out the fact that uh, new ownership coming to um, what was the Jacksonville Speedway. Uh, just love seeing this. Um, we'll have more on this on next week's show. But um, this is going to be, it used to be Coastal Plains, and now it's going to be a new name. Um and it is really going to be cool. I can't wait to uh, to see this. A lot of improvements and a lot of updates, and uh, going to all going to happen there. Um, and that's a speedway in the Jacksonville area that just is really, really uh, a fun track. It's uh, it's a very different kind of a track, and um, I think it takes a, a certain kind of a driver to be able to race there successfully. But uh, the racing very good. Uh, it, over the years there, and a lot of big names have uh, have won there. So um, good to see that coming back. Uh, a couple of other news and notes here as we uh, get ready to conclude our show for this week. Um, Want to let you all know that uh, for those of you who are interested in the Lost Speedway show that Dale Jr. did, season one obviously concluded. Season two started July 1st. It's available now. And it's in front of the paywall on Peacock. And that series is addicting for me. I'm a racing history buff. I don't care what it is, dirt track, pavement, south, whatever region, north, midwest. I'm fascinated by the history of our sport. And Lost Speedways is a is a great show. If you haven't got a subscription to Peacock, it's uh, one of NBC's streaming um, channels just uh, jump on and subscribe, but I think you can actually just sign up for a free account. And uh, I think that uh, the Lost Speedway shows are in front of the paywall, at least for now, season two. So uh, go check that out on Peacock and um, look forward to that. The SRX series continuing. They're actually going to be in the Midwest. It's Slinger uh, Speedway coming up. Here uh, this coming Saturday, the Slinger Nationals, one of the top late model races in the country for the Super Lates on pavement, are going to take place tomorrow night as I record this. Uh, It's on Tuesday. And the winner of that race gets an automatic berth in the SRX race Saturday night on CBS. So uh, I I think about anybody who's anybody in Super Late Model Racing going to be at Slinger for the Slinger Nationals and All-Star Field. Should be a lot of fun and look forward to that. And uh, just uh, excited about uh, the racing season in general. Just been great to get around to different tracks and see full grandstands again and a lot of people in the pits. Uh, Super, 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 super excited about all of that. And uh, we continue now into the summer season. NASCAR, things shaping up really well there. The bombshell about uh, track house buying out Chip Ganassi Racing. Um, again, just adds another major storyline going into 2022 with the brand new cars coming out. Hugely successful weekend at Road America. Over 100,000 people for the cup race on Sunday on the grounds there. Um, 
love that road course and uh, great to see the energy and the growth. That's right. I said energy and growth. You can deny it if you want, but the facts won't be on your side. Lots of energy and growth in the Cup Series and uh, lots to keep track of. So uh, looking forward to the rest of this season and what 2022 will bring on the NASCAR side. Okay, that will wrap up this particular lead lap show for this week. Looking forward to uh, more from the summer shootout next week. We'll have more dirt with Hunter Weaver. And um, who knows what else uh, we'll get into on next week's lead lap show presented by Victory Custom Trailers. And thanks to the folks at My Computer Career as well as the folks at WSIC for being so supportive of our shows. And uh, thanks to all of you who listen and share each and every week. I am Tom Baker. Thanks for listening. Have a safe and successful week. Everybody, so long. You've been listening to Lead Lap Radio powered by Victory Custom Trailers, the leaders in custom trailer sales and service. Design your own custom trailer at VictoryCustomTrailers.com. Lead Lap Radio is a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.